Oh, that is disgusting. Coke, vanilla, coffee. Somebody recommended it to me, and me being, you know, the person that I am, I picked up a four-pack rather than just pick up one individually and see if I like it. So I don't know if anybody's ever done that. You know, you go to the store, you buy things in bulk when you've never tried it before, and then you end up not liking it, so you got a bunch of it left over. That's kind of what's happening with me with this uh, coffee, vanilla, Coke. I don't even know the order of the words. Co- Coca-Cola with coffee, vanilla. V- poor labeling on these. But I've been saying for a while. By the way, Benny Leg hosts the podcast you're listening to. Two G's. You can follow on Instagram at Benny Leg. Two G's. Because that's how you spell my last name. My real last name. Legiri. I'm an Italian guy, but nobody could say the name. I remember my first open mic, I went with Legiri, and it took the guy, by the time the guy finished figuring out how to say my name, I didn't even get to perform. So I was like, I got to shorten this. I changed it to leg. And um, I haven't been able to get followers ever since because they keep following the guy with 1G. I don't know. But this is a gambling podcast. I quit gambling. I am a gambling addict. And I've been saying, teasing, if you go back and listen, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. If you go back and listen, I've been saying I'm going to do an episode about Michael Jordan's gambling disease. Because Michael Jordan's a gambling addict. He won't admit it, but he's a gambling addict. And with it being national... Gambling Addict Awareness Month is March. They do it in March because of March Madness. All the degenerate gamblers. March Madness. Oh, the people like me. What what an event. And we didn't have it last year. Oh, man, people are going to be just jumping at the bit to bet on this thing. And I'm excited because I sign people up for sports betting apps. And that's my job. That's my living. That's what I get paid for. So just all the people flooded into Vegas for March Madness with things opening up a little bit more because, you know, the virus is, is cured, I guess. It's, it's all very confusing. But I'm excited for March because people love to gamble and people love to tell stories about their gambling. No matter what, everybody wants to tell a gambling story. The thing with me is I'm so good at telling stories that mine are better than everybody else's. So I don't really um, want to brag, but my gambling stories are insane. And I'm going to tell the real relapse story. You just got to give me to 100 listeners. Michael Jordan is a gambling addict. Let's raise awareness of the fact that that is a thing in Gambling Awareness Month. And I figure the simplest way to do it was to just read. A little bit. So I found this article on CBSSports.com via Google. I just typed in Michael Jordan, gambling addict. A billion things came up. If you're not, if you're hearing this for the first time and you're like, he gambles? Just Google Michael Jordan, gambling addict. Well, this article, CBSSports.com, written by Sam Quinn, May 17, 2020. 
titled Michael Jordan and Gambling, A Brief History of Basketball's Most Famous Better. And by the way, you spell better with an O. Um, it's not like an official thing, but in the gambling world, you spell better with an O. It's completely different if you spell it with an E. Because if you're betting, like in my case, I was never better when I was betting. So you have to spell it with an O. It's Once you read it, you'll understand it more. But this piece by Sam Quinn, which is a seven-minute read that I'll probably turn into a 35-minute read because, you know, that's what I do. It takes me a while to get there. You know, two times speed. I recommend it. Michael Jordan insisted that he didn't have a gambling problem in 1993. I have a competition problem, Jordan claimed in an interview with Ahmad Rashad. I played that clip on a previous podcast. Um, I In 93, I was nine years old. And uh, I remember watching Michael Jordan in the interview. And he would say things like he had a competition problem. And there was a story that he went to Atlantic City the night before a playoff game. And I was nine years old and I was hearing this. And I, I, it was just like so relatable to me because I had a little league game that day. And the night before, um, my dad brought me up to track, <laughs> the racetrack to bet on horses. So I was like, yeah. And, and this was a big little league game. This was for like the, the championship. This was for a trophy. Like it wasn't like nowadays where everybody got a trophy. In 1993, um, only one team got a trophy. So I was playing for a trophy. But that didn't stop me from the night before to go and bet the ponies with my dad. As long as he has been in the public eye, he has been known to bet on everything from golf and cards to minor competitions with teammates and even security guards. Now, the thing, like I hear that, and the funny thing is in high school, um, I was on the high school basketball team, and I didn't play, but... Um, I was not a good basketball player. Um, I would sit on the bench next to the assistant coaches. And there was a kid on the team who would always go on the floor. Like he wasn't really like a starter, but he would get time. And the time he spent on the floor, he would just continuously flop and fall down. So I knew I wasn't getting in the game. I needed to make it entertaining. I ended up making some side bets with my assistant coach on how many times that guy was going to fall down in the four minutes that he played. Like, I would set an over-under. I'm like, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna pretend to get fouled eight and a half times in four minutes. And the, and the assistant coach would take the bets. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to get into names. But, uh, yeah, I loved gambling. I could totally relate to Michael. The, like, Michael Jordan is a gambling addict. He's, he is me. Great with a gambling disease. Early life, I am skipping a little bit in the article. The exact origins of Jordan's gambling habits are unknown, but they date back at least to his high school days, period. In a letter written to his high school prom date, according to Roland Lazenby's book, Michael Jordan, The Life, he said that he was happy that she'd paid off a bet that he'd won against her. Reading. Similar evidence exists that subs. 
substantiates his gambling in college. In 2019, a $5 check written in 1982 by Jordan to a fellow North Carolina student went up for auction. 1982, I wasn't even born yet. Yet Michael Jordan was already a gambling addict. That money was won at the pool table, and the student sensing Jordan's future fame asked for a check rather than cash. People never ask me for a check rather than cash. They know that if I gave them a check when I was paying that them money, there's a good chance the money wouldn't be there when they cashed that check. People always wanted cash from me. That's the di- that is one difference between me and Michael Jordan. He gambled with teammates and even college coaches during drills. There's the college coach. See, I gambled with my coaches in high school. Michael gambled in college. No word in here that he did it in high school. So if we're doing like an age comparison thing, my gambling is ahead of Michael Jordan's. It should be noted that in all cases, the amounts that Jordan bet were substantially smaller than the gargantuan totals he would risk in the NBA. As he described early in the Last Dance of the documentary that was on uh, ESPN over quarantine that everybody watched, Jordan didn't have income in college and needed to ask his mother to send him money just to get by. Um, Michael, Ben there with one E in Ben. I I could, oh, I wonder what, oh man, if I, this is how my head works because I know the stories of a gambling addict because I I borrowed money off my mom. We are even, we are even right now. That is, I will never not make fact statements about myself. (laughs) Remember, it's 99% true all the time. But anyway, my mother, I borrowed money off my mother and I paid her all back. We are even Steven. But I know over the course of like my lifetime, when I borrowed money off my mother, I didn't always tell her the real reason. So that makes my head go to what were the like what did Michael Jordan tell his mom he needed the money for? That's you know what I mean? Like how many times did Michael Jordan blame Scottie Pippen in a story about borrowing money from his mom? Like his rookie season, he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know when Scotty joined him. You know, facts don't matter. But just imagine him, and he's talking to his mom, Michael Jordan's talking to his mom, and he's like, Mom, you're not going to believe this. Like, I went out, I just only wanted to go for a drink, but Scotty, like, he started playing slot machines and blackjack, and, uh, like, he even dragged me to Atlantic City the night before a playoff game. Like, how many times did Michael Jordan blame Scotty Pippen To his mom is what this mind wonders. Most people are like, he always blamed Scottie Pippen um, in the NBA. And I'm like, no, he was blaming Scottie Pippen when he was talking to his mom. It takes a while, but it it gets there. Reading, reading, reaching the NBA. By the time Jordan arrived in the NBA, he had more than enough money to satisfy even his wildest gambling urges. And he did so with practically anyone that would indulge him. Uh, Been there. He'd play cards with Bulls beat writer Sam Smith and Lacey Banks on the road, Smith revealed in the introduction to Jordan rules. He wasn't above rigging contest either, as Scottie Pippen explained on ESPN's The Jump. See, Scottie don't, Scottie don't dig Michael, because all Michael does is talk shit on Scottie when Scottie's not around. So 
Jordan would often bet on Jumbotron cartoon races with the Bulls security guard during games, but nearly always won because he got the winners from arena staffers in advance. He cheated people out of money. He cheated people out of money just to gamble. Addict. Addict, addict, addict. His most frequent victims, as detailed by The Last Dance, were his teammates. Jordan was a relentless card shark on team charters, and while he usually played with high rollers, he was willing to play for almost any stakes merely for the competition. He keeps kept calling it competition, and people were like, oh, yeah, totally, we believe you. It's amazing. Just because he's great at basketball, people just believe him. Jordan hardly cared who he targeted either. In his book on Jordan's comeback with the Washington Wizards, When Nothing Else Matters, Michael Leahy revealed that Jordan even played with teenaged rookie Kwame Brown, though assistant coach Johnny Balk advised against it. Anyone's money was good for Jordan. Gambling addict. I know that. Anybody's money was good for me. I totally can relate to that. Even the time that I gave a homeless guy 30 cents in an AM, PM late at night, I gave him three dimes. And uh, I went to get NyQuil. It cost $3. I had $3 bills. That's why I gave the guy the three dimes, because I thought the NyQuil cost $3. Well, the NyQuil had tax. And I only had three dollars because you know gambling addict. So it came to like three thirteen, and the cashier wasn't cool about it. So I had to turn around back to the homeless guy and ask for two of the dimes back, get the seven cents change, and then gave it back to the homeless guy. I had to ask a homeless guy for money back. <laughs> so I was not against taking anyone's money either. All right, so that, you know, Michael Jordan. On the eve of Game 2 of Chicago series against the New York Knicks, Jordan was spotted gambling in Atlantic City. And there it is, totally back to me being at the racetrack the night before a Little League game when I was nine. Jordan loved to go to Atlantic City when he played against the Sixers, when he played against the Knicks. Jordan loves gambling. He's an addict. Uh, there's conspiracies out there that his first um, NBA retirement was because it was like a secret gambling suspension by the uh, commissioner of the NBA, David Stern. Like he was like, hey, Michael, um, we need to talk to you. You're the biggest star in the history of sports. But... Um, we're starting to get phone calls, and I've I've gotten that I've gotten that call from other people, where like I put them as a reference on a loan. <laughs> like I could have I, I picture Michael Jordan going to get a loan, and they're like, okay, listen, Michael, do you have any references? And he puts David Stern down as one. So one day David Stern calls Michael Jordan, and he says, Michael, we got to talk, and that that's I just know that because that's that's how it was with me when I was a gambling addict because I'd put my friends and people I know as references. No, so this is all in my head. This is me picturing 
trying to piece together the conspiracy theory that it was a secret gambling suspension that David Stern gave Michael Jordan. It's going to take a while. Remember, this article is a seven-minute read. It's going to be a 35-minute podcast. I understand that. But it's National Gambling Awareness Month, and I want to make people aware that Michael Jordan is a gambling addict. So David Stern calls him up. He says, hey, listen, I'm starting to get phone calls, and let's make David Stern one of my friends. Benny, I just got a phone call. You put me down for a reference? My friends, they were always surprised when I put them down as reference. You put me down as a reference for a loan? Come on, man. So they're always angry with me first. So that David Stern, listen, Michael, um, he doesn't want to be angry with Michael because Michael's a star. But he's like, Michael, um, I'm starting to get phone calls from companies. They're saying you're not paying back loans? Um, Like, what's going on here? And Michael's like, listen, David, um, you know, it's a competition problem. And David is all like, yeah, yeah, no, totally. I I get it, Michael, even though David knows that it's a gambling problem. And uh, see, my friends, that's the difference. My friends, I'd be like, oh, you know, um, my work hours got cut short. I'm, uh, you know, I've just been short on money. I will be paying that loan. And they'll be like, shut up, you're gambling again. So my friends are more honest with me than David Stern probably was with that conversation with, with Michael Jordan. But in the end, that, that's probably how that, that secret gambling suspension started, was a phone call from David Stern to Michael Jordan about Jordan putting him down as a reference on a loan. It all comes around. The aftermath. This is the article. It, there's nothing there. So CBS.com, Sam Quinn, there's an article if you just go to Google. There's a lot more articles that you'll find. Michael Jordan's a gambling addict. Let me raise the awareness. I can relate. I just see I see so much in, in his actions and, and, and how he gambles and his mannerisms. And, and let me be clear. Feel free. He got the money. Like, that. that's the thing is even though he's – does have a he's a gambling addict i'm okay with like do what you want michael but say that you're a gambling addict because once you say you're a gambling addict people are gonna know the know the the thing they're gonna know um it's gonna raise awareness if you say that you're a gambling addict go ahead and just continue to gamble because you got all the money in the world that's fine But in National Awareness March, National Month, I got a month. I found out I got a month. Just let people know it's a thing, you know? Gambling in this country is is, is on rapid speed. And, uh, like, there's a lot of problem gamblers out there right now that keep calling it a competition problem. Who knew reading would would lead to just just the enlightenment? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Benny Lake Wins. Follow the podcast at Benny Lake Laughs. 
Michael, Michael Jordan, I'm sure this is going to get to you. You're a very important person. People are going to be sending you. Maybe, well, no, David Stern passed away, so he won't be the one calling you to tell you about the podcast, but I'm sure somebody will. And Michael, it's okay. I, it's fine. It's a disease. You can still be great and be a gambling addict. That's what I'm doing. It's hard to be humble when you're great as I am. And even when your bank account is overdrafted $2,400. Because you, you went to the bank and you took out 1000 And then the next day you took out another 1000 Like you were, I was, you were, I were. I was. <laughs> this story gets me. It's such a sad, pathetic story, but it gets me so excited when I tell it. Overdrafted my bank account, $2,400. And anyway, put it on the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns that made the playoffs. The Cleveland Browns that won a playoff game against the Steelers. That I, By the way, I live bet the Steelers at halftime in that game when the Steelers were losing by 28. And then the Browns scored like 82 points in the game and beat the Steelers. Well, they scored 82 points that day versus the Steelers when I had money on the Steelers. But when I took the Browns, I think they put up like 13 points versus the New York Jets. You know, the New York Jets that finished the season with two wins. And one of those wins had to happen the time I, you know, overdrafted my bank account 2400 for it. Timing. And that's a real gambling addict story. That's what gambling addicts do. So even though Michael Jordan got all the money in the world, billion dollars, gazillion dollars, whatever, he could gamble whatever he wants, I, that's fine. Just say you're a gambling addict, man. Just raise awareness. Let people know it's a thing, Michael Jordan. I know there's other famous people who are gambling addicts, but they're not you, Michael Jordan. You are the second biggest gambling addict that I know. The first is the host of this podcast, me. I get it, Michael. It's okay to be second. Shout out, guy to the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. What did I say? To the Netherlands? If I don't fix it, he's going to send me a GIF. And I don't want to edit anything, but he's going to, like, make correct me on, on you know... He keeps telling me about the podcast. I hope he's telling other people about the podcast. 